danger. It's danger. Everybody come to the breakfast club. I call this the hot seat. <laughs> Yo, wow. Yo, wow. Can I live? You are out of control. I can't even deal with you. Y'all are so petty. Why are y'all so petty? The world's most dangerous morning show. DJ Envy. Captain of this bitch. Angela Yee. I stay in everybody's business, but in a good way. Charlemagne the God. The ruler of rubbing you the wrong way. The Breakfast Club. Pay for everybody. Yo 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 I mean, it was good. You know, I'm actually, uh, I'm actually still in South Carolina. I'm, I've been in South Carolina since, uh, since man, what the twenty, the twenty sixth or something like that. Cause my daughter's born day is on the twenty seventh, so we came down here on the twenty sixth. Uh, little did I know that South Carolina was gonna become a, a, a coronavirus hotspot. Right. Okay. Within that short period of time, but it's okay. We're did you fine. did you drive or did you fly? No, I actually flew. And I hadn't been on a plane in a long time. And I'm going to tell you something, man. Uh, drop on the cruise bonds for JetBlue. JetBlue's always clean. But boy, if they weren't super clean on uh, the day I flew out. They got the socially distanced flights. Uh-huh. So, you know, no, nobody can be in the middle seats. So, it was. I mean, it was It was cool. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't flown yet. I still... Still a little nervous about flying, so I've been staying my ass home. I haven't left anywhere this is the last couple of days. You know, I just, you know what I did? I bought a bike. And I've been riding. I've been bike riding. I've been doing about, you know, 10 to 15 miles a day just riding. And it's, yeah, been, you, it's you, been pretty I, I cool. I saw you with your, with your little tights on. You know what I'm saying? I was like, Envy couldn't wait to put those little biker shorts on. Yeah, you shut the up. little biker shorts with the tights and the little, the little dry fit shirt. Yeah, let me tell you. So when I bought the bike, I started riding. Like, hey, okay, I'm going to ride a bike. Not a problem. And I didn't realize that when you ride a bike, pause, 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 that your ass hurts. Like the the seat really hurts your ass. Like like took hurt, hurt, like like took hurt. You back, took you back to your old days when you first was struggling to get on. Shut up. So I had to. I, I had. <laughs> I used to make fun of people when I I would see where these these biker shorts or these biker pants. But now I understand that there's gel actually in the pants that gives you an extra cushion. So when you ride it. Oh, 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 oh <laughs> man. Okay. I see. We picking up right where we left off. Okay. Gel in your ass. Ass hurting. Tell me more. My now goodness. we're. In, I'm intrigued. Now we you're intrigued. Had breakfast yet? We haven't even had breakfast yet. And I'm already intrigued. Tell me more. So I had to make sure I had these gel pants to make sure my ass would be all right when I ride for long periods of time. So that's, that's what I was saying. How it works, you know. Shout out to everybody, all the bottoms of the world that have to use gel because when they ride for long periods of time, it hurts without it. Drop on the clues bombs for all the bottoms this morning. Okay. My we represent goodness. all people here on this show. My right. Everybody goodness. has a voice. Yeah. Bottoms can be heard too. Okay. All right. Well, let's get the show cracking. Front page news. What we talking about, Charlemagne? I don't know. I just got here. I literally just walked <laughs> he in. He said, "I just, I just got here. I, I, I literally no just walked." Idea. In. I don't we'll know figure it out. I, I have no idea what we're doing. We'll figure it out. We'll tell you about Blackout Twenty, uh, Blackout Day Twenty Twenty. We'll tell you about that. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. 
Let's start with some sports. Now, uh, the Chiefs quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, signs the most lucrative deal in sports history. A 10-year extension worth $450 million. What's the guarantee, though? Because, you know, the thing about those NFL contracts, they be having those big-ass numbers, but, you know, a lot of it don't be guaranteed. Most of the time, those guys don't even see all of that money. Now, I'm sure Patrick Mahomes got paid, but what's the guaranteed number? I mean, we don't know. and I mean, he's 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 so important to that, the the, the Chiefs team. I, I'm sure he got a, a lot of that guaranteed. I'm almost positive now. I would I would hope so. I know I saw like an injury clause where if he gets injured, he gets like a guaranteed $140 million or something like that if I read it correctly. But, yeah, I would love to know what the guarantee is on all of that money. But drop one of Clues Bonds for that beige young man. He deserves it. Absolutely now, deserves it. Now, also, we've been talking about this uh, for a long time, talking about some of these great basketball players or athletes or football players going to a HBCU. Uh, I believe the young man's name is McCormaker. Uh, he announced that he would be uh, attending Howard University, which is, is, is a huge shock. He's the number 16 recruit in the country, according to ESPN Class 100. So this would be huge what he's doing for a HBCU. So we'll see how that plays out. Congratulations to him and congratulations to Howard University. Yeah, I love that. I've been seeing a lot of uh, a lot of the young athletes say that they want to go to HBCUs. And look, man, whether you even go just for a year, you know, two years, whatever it is, the shot in the arm that you will give the economy of an HBCU will be everything. So if you're trying to figure out ways that you can, you know, help your people and help your community, that is definitely one of them if you're a young athlete who goes to an HBCU for a year or two. Absolutely. Yeah, I played against a young man named Derek Whitehead. Uh, he actually played on my son's team a couple of years ago and was visiting my son, and I played him a one-on-one. Uh, he's 15, he's about 6'7", and I say he dunked on me about four times, dunked on me four times at age 15, and there was nothing I can do. I could, I tried to back him down and bully him, and there was, there was nothing I could do. He, he, for, 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 he bullied the hell out say, of me. You said he dunked on you at age 15 as if you're not 49. Okay. I'm not 49. He's supposed to dunk on you four times at the age of 15 when you're 49. I'm not okay. 49. That's one. And two, 15 years old? Six, uh, seven? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Listen to what you're explaining. He's 16 years old. He's six, seven. Okay. And you're 49 years old and you're five, I'm not 49. seven. How do you I'm think not, that's going to turn out? He's I'm supposed to I'm, dunk on you. I'm nowhere near 49. And I, 15 to six, seven is ridiculous. But anyway. Uh, good luck to him as well. And uh, lastly, it says Donald Trump isn't thrilled that the Redskins and the Indians may change the name. He put this tweet out. They named teams out of strength, not weakness. But now the Washington Redskins and Cleveland Indians, two uh, hurting sports franchises, look like they're going to be changing their names in order to be politically correct. Indians like Elizabeth Warren must be very angry right now. He's concerned about all of the wrong things. Okay, uh, you need to look around at your country and realize that your country is still in a pandemic and ignoring coronavirus is not going to make it go away. And that's why cases are spiking up everywhere. Okay, he's always worried about the wrong things. He should not be concerned what any NFL team's uh, name is. He's got to stop acting like a regular Twitter N-word, bro. Yeah, he, 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 he just has to. Like he, he, He's the president of the United States of America. <laughs> to, to say that he needed to be focusing on more important things is an understatement. Right. And also, uh, July 7th, they're saying uh, we're calling it Blackout Day 2020. Now, the objective of Blackout Day 2020 is to force politicians and the business world to end their racist policies and practices that have led to deaths uh, of black Americans. So they're saying black Americans spent more than a trillion dollars on consumer goods in 2018 alone. So don't spend any money with any store. And if you have to, make sure it's a black business. That's uh, July 7th today. Blackout well, I mean, Day that, 2020. That, that's how I move 
every day of my life. You know, mm-hmm. um, if, if if I can spend my money with a black-owned company, that's what I'm always looking for first. But is this the same thing as when everybody was putting the black squares on 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 Instagram? That's not the same thing, is it? No, I don't know. It's not the same okay. thing. And, uh, I, and I don't know how this was created, but uh, everybody's following along and make sure that they're not spending any money unless it's with a black-owned business. All right. Well, that's your hard, front hard, page news. Very, very hard task, too. By the way, it's not it's not as hard as you think, but it just depends on what you're looking for. Uh, depends what you're Mike looking for. Yeah, Killer Mike has an episode of his show Trigger Warning on Netflix. Today is actually a great day to watch that episode to look to see how difficult it is to, uh, you know, spend money at just black-owned businesses. Yeah, absolutely. All right, now get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent. Call us right now. Phone lines are wide open. The number again is 800-585-1051. Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? What's going on, DJ? It's Front Page. How you front doing? Page, what up, brother? Get it off your chest. Yeah, man. Charlamagne God, how you doing, my brother? Peace, King. How are you? Great. Fantastic. Hey, um, real quick, I just want to get it off my chest. I'm tired of these fake-ass clouds that I'm looking at over New York City. Like I said, I'm, I'm riding up and down the East Coast, and they keep those precious metals that they're spraying in the air. Oh, boy. It's ridiculous. You, it's disgusting. I don't know if you notice what the clouds are looking like, and they hang way too low. Like, cumulus clouds do not hang that low. The most serious clouds. How do we fight it, bro? How do we fight that spray? How do we fight the spray? Well, we could do it like this. 44trillion.com for black folks. This is what we do. Got to come together and build our own, period. We have to come together and build our own. So 44trillion for black folks. We have to go there. And, so build um, our own clouds? Nah, they're, they're in the clouds. We're not going to fight that. They, they're, they're beating us out. Damn, period. They're going down to the rural area. Damn. I can't, I, I can't, I can't the hear spray, him. I feel like the, the spray took his phone. clouds. Yeah, he must have gotten yeah. to an area where it was a lot of bunch of fake clouds, and they cut his signal off. My goodness. Poor guy. Hello, who's this? Oh, my gosh, am I live? <laughs> Come oh on, you live. Yes, live. Who, who's this? Oh, my gosh. Hey, my oh name my is Hey, Mimi, get it off your chest. Mimi, don't do that. I love you. I just wanted I love to you get too, off Nini. my chest. Thank you. I just wanted to get off my chest that people need to stay inside. I saw a very wild video from Atlanta with a pool in the middle of the club, and people was in there. That, that was is wild. disgusting. Yes, yeah, but I'm kind of hypocritical because I'm going to Atlanta next week, but I wouldn't get in the pool. <laughs> Goodness <laughs> gracious. <laughs> Oh my gosh, I can't believe I've been calling y'all since y'all was on air and I never got through. This is so exciting. Angela, I love you. Love you too. She's not here. Oh, hey, he's not here today. He's not uh, here today. That's not, y'all not cool. Anyway, I would like to plug my podcast real quick because I have my own podcast. It's called The Juicy Hour with Nene. Y'all should tune in. It's on all podcasting platforms. The okay. Juicy Eye? The Juicy Hour with Nini. Oh, the Juicy Hour. Okay, gotcha. Okay, gotcha. Mimi. How do you have a juicy eye? Okay, I'm going to check that out. Not well, really, thank you for calling me, me. Thank you, but it's Nini. 
I said Mimi. All right, Nini. Oh, Nini. All right. Like leaks. Nini leaks. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up right now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? Palm Bleach. All right, what up, brother? Get it off your chest. Is this Palm Bleach? I don't yes, know oh, it's me and Envy. Yes, Sha- hey, Charlamagne and Envy. Represent to you and Angela Lee. I love you guys. She's got the best voice in the game. You know, I'm trying to say that, like, um, I, I actually, like, came to, after my dad died, like, living in, in the mob and I went to, like, the hood, oh, like, down here in West Palm, you know what I'm saying, when I was 19. And uh, I started okay. listening to Jay Farrell, and like now I have a f- track, you know, what I'm on a movie on Amazon Prime. Blame it on Trey. Jay Farrell, a comedian. Jakey. I'm a I'm a rapper, comedian, oh, impersonationist. But oh, got you. So he's an inspiration. All too. right, it's Palm Bleach. Yeah, but here's the real thing I'm trying to say is that like, you know, nobody can really put their their lives into skin color, you know what I'm saying, until they're really there. So there's a lot of people that use it for clout, like Instagram models and shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, sometimes I feel like that, like, the movement should be like, you should have, to have something in your life with that, you know what I'm saying? Like, old school saying, not like people that, like, Abercrombie and Fish your whole life, like, don't even go out their house and shit. You know what I'm saying? But it's cool. All right, bro, we can't curse. Thank you, listen, man. Listen, I'm gonna tell you. I'm going to tell you something. Uh, I don't know what you're saying. And Nobody knows what he's saying. You tell me, you you know, do you know what I'm saying? I don't know what you're saying. But good morning to you. Hello, who's this? Hey, my name's Bella. Hey, get it off your chest. Hey, I was calling in about a story out in Bloomington, Indiana. It was over 4th of July where a guy was attempted to be lynched. And they caught it on video, but they didn't make any arrests there. And now, um, <clears throat> you know, now they're looking into it and investigating it and stuff. But, like, I live that out the- here. Was that, that the uh the, was that was that all of the white people who were saying they were trying to lynch a black person? They was calling for the noose. Yeah, yeah, that's yep. the one. Uh huh. Yeah, I live out here, man, and it is such. It's, it's near Indianapolis, Indiana, and it is such like just a white place to live, and it's hard sometimes because nobody you know relates at all. And this is a place where I can't tell you how many times people have been like, "Come out and hang out with me. Come camping with me." And you know, I always tell them no, and I tell them I don't want to because it's dangerous, and they don't see it. And then it's like, here it is for everybody to see, but still, people well, here t- don't pay attention to it. I'm going to give you the same advice I, w- I, would, I would love to give that young man. I feel like uh, you have to own a legal firearm in America, uh, especially when you're a black person. I think having a legal firearm is a form of self-care, and I wish that young man in that moment had a legal firearm on him to protect himself from, from at least what I saw in the video, which was a bunch of white people attacking him, telling him, uh, go get the noose. Yeah. That's what I kept hearing him call for. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, you know, had he done that, though, and had he shot somebody, the police who showed up, it's the the park police, it's not the city police, they would have been pointing their guns at him instead, you know, and then he would have been dead, too. Yes, but that's no reason for me not to practice my Second Amendment rights. I, I, Absolutely. I still, have, I, I still live in America, and uh, the Constitution is supposed to protect me, so I, I, I have no problem fighting that one in court. Yeah, I feel. It's, it's just one of those things, man, being out here, being in a place where, 
you know, you do what you can to to be active and you do what you can and do the right thing and, you know, promote social change and all that. But it's just such a whitewashed community that it's just, man, it's hard living out here sometimes. Well, thank you. We appreciate yeah, you, you and what you, what, you, what, what you attempt to do. Okay? Absolutely. What's your, what's your privilege, using your privilege to combat prejudice. So thank you. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. Now, when we come back, we got to talk Kanye West. All right, so don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's about time. What's going on? Yeah. Rumor Report. Rumor Report. This is The Rumor Report. Talk to him. With Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Now, Kanye West says he's running for president, right? Now, he released this tweet the other day. He says, we must now realize the promise of America by trusting God, unifying our vision and building our future. I am running for president of the United States. And then he put hashtag 2020 vision. Um, I, I can't even believe this is a story. Uh, Kanye has taken absolutely no steps to be president. He hasn't registered with the Federal Election Commission. Nope, not yet. Uh, he hasn't presented a campaign platform. He hasn't nope. collected enough signatures to even get on the November ballot. He's already missed the deadline to file as an independent candidate in many states. Like, I, I don't even understand why this is a story. And this is why I get so mad at the media, because if you're telling me that this is the most dangerous election ever coming up in November, then Correct. guess what? Why are we so easily distracted by things? You know what would be a story? If Kanye actually registered with the Federal Election Commission. If Kanye actually had a campaign campaign true. platform. If he was actually running for president, this would be a story. This is just a tweet. It's just Kanye talking. He said this a million times before. Why is this even a story? There's no reason that this should be dominating the headlines. No reason. Yeah, I agree with you. He's not even he's not even doing the necessary steps to even run. But no. that is, that that's a huge headline. Now, also, Kanye West. People are mad at Kanye West because his company Yeezy got millions in federal small business loans. They say that uh, they believe that his business received two to five million dollars, and that was the federal government's pandemic rescue fund, and that's to help save 106 jobs. So people are saying, "Hey, you're a billionaire. Why would you need that money?" And there's a lot of small businesses. That weren't able to get that money, so people are upset with Yeezy and his company. Those people are, those people are absolutely correct because I was wondering the same thing. If you got, if you, if you <laughs> are, if you just announced that you are a billionaire, and I just know you did your, your gap deal. I think that was like a billion dollar deal. Yep. Why do you need two to five million dollars? It sounds like Yeezy is doing good. It sounds like Yeezy would have the money to pay their employees. And didn't I just hear something about Yeezy? Kanye's building this big ass. A state in Wyoming? Yeah, 52,000 square foot home in Wyoming. It will have a ranch. Uh, it'll have a, a facility to build uh, and to make his sneakers. It'll have all types of things. That's going to run a few million, too. So I, I just, I'm like, I, it don't seem like they hurting for no money over there. So I don't understand why they would uh, need the 2 to $5 million in PPP loans. But hey, man, who am I to be in somebody's pockets? I'm just observing like everybody else. Yeah. Well, uh, NASCAR, it looks like Bubba Wallace, uh, Trump kind of threw a tweet at Bubba Wallace. It seems like Trump has nothing better to do but to throw tweets at everybody. So um, Donald Trump says, has Bubba Wallace apologized to all those great NASCAR drivers and officials who came to his aid, stood by his side, and were willing to sacrifice everything for him, only to find out the whole thing was just another hoax? That and flag decision has caused the lowest ratings ever. Now, if you don't remember, there was uh, a noose on the garage where he would uh, bring his car in for service. The FBI did a 
I guess they did an investigation and the FBI concluded that the noose had been in the garage stall since October 2019 and thus could not have been targeted at Wallace. As a result, they determined no hate crime had been committed. I need you, Donald Trump, to have that same energy in regards to coronavirus. Why are you ignoring coronavirus? Ignoring a problem does not make it go away. I think we need one of those football teams uh, to name themselves Corona. And that's the only way that Donald Trump will pay Corona any attention because he seems to really care about what's going on in the sports world from NASCAR to goddamn football. Yep. I don't even I, I don't even give a damn what's going on in NASCAR. Never have, never will. Yeah, I mean, it's just not my thing. But Beats by no, Dre said... No, hmm? Not, no disrespect to Bubba Wallace, but I just don't care about that stuff. Yeah, I'm not into it either. Uh, Beast by Dre announced, he said, well, we're going to announce this until later this week, but can't. But hate cannot win the day. No one should ever be asked to apologize for standing up for what's right. We are proud to welcome Bubba, Bubba Wallace to the Beats by Dre family. So he just signed an endorsement deal. They didn't say how much it was worth, but he signed an endorsement deal with Beats by Dre. So congratulations to him. Great diversity hire. Drop on the clues bombs for uh, Bubba Wallace and Beast by Dre. I like that synergy. Not mad at it. Mm-hmm. And also over the weeks, uh, weekend, Gaylene Maxwell. Do you know who that is? Yes, she's down with Larry Epstein. I found that out this weekend. Uh, I don't think his name is Larry. I think his name is Jeffrey Epstein. Whatever. Yeah, but uh, that was his girlfriend. So she was arrested uh, over the weekend, and now they have 24-hour surveillance on her to make sure that she doesn't commit her commit suicide like Jeffrey Epstein did. So she was the one they said that was involved with bringing these young girls to Jeffrey Epstein. And hopefully uh, she's convicted and she serves life in prison for what she was doing. If you've seen the documentary, you see exactly what she was doing. It's just disgusting and horrible. So they have a 24-hour surveillance over her to make sure she kills herself. Is that what I heard just now? No, to make sure she doesn't kill herself. They want to watch her to make sure she doesn't kill herself like Jeffrey Epstein did. And they believe that she's going to be telling it all, that she's not going to hold back and she's going to be letting everything go. Uh, allegedly, Donald Trump spent time at their uh, their island and allegedly Bill Clinton did too. So we'll find out all the information if she does actually speak. Once again, they, they got 24-hour surveillance over her to make sure that she absolutely positively does kill herself. We'll see, and they have cameras there as well, so we'll be get to see, we'll, we'll we'll be able to see everything. So they they want to make sure that she doesn't commit suicide. Let's pl- let's place this bet. What's the over under on her uh, committing suicide? And I put suicide in uh, air quotes, people. What's the over under on her committing suicide? I don't I don't I, think that's gonna happen. They got too many people watching us. Not like the last one. They have too many people watching her. They had a lot of people watching Larry Epstein too. You know Jeffrey Epstein, the, man. What, whatever the hell his name is, and um, I, I, that didn't turn out too well. I don't think they would run the same play twice. Right. But I don't see her making it. I don't see her making it to trial. My goodness. Mm-mm. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. When we come back, we got front page news. There's been a lot of shootings across the country. Shootings in Atlanta, shootings in New York. We'll give you all the details, so don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get in some front page news. All right, coronavirus. Y'all remember that? Hmm? Do we? Come on, man. Just, just making sure. Well, uh, the Atlanta mayor, Keisha Lance Bottoms, has said, uh, COVID-19 has literally hit home. I have had no symptoms, and I have tested positive. So she's tested positive for COVID-19. Now, in Atlanta, cases are up 2,200 new cases in Atlanta. Um, where you want to go now? Miami. Well, listen. Miami. Where else? Okay. Where else? I was Miami? Say Miami okay. cases are shooting up as well. They're saying that they're going to stop 
closing businesses starting this Wednesday. So restaurants, ballrooms, banquet facilities, party venues, gyms, and fitness centers, and short-term rentals looks like will be shutting down because cases are rising. And Texas cases are rising. They're saying that uh, they reported 5,000 new cases on Monday. And in Arizona, they're saying the cases passed over 100,000 coronavirus cases. So as you can see, coronavirus is starting to spike, so they're starting to shut things right back down. Yeah, in my home state of South Carolina, cases are rising too. That's why um, I'm doing uh, more COVID-19 no-cost testing events, all right? I'm actually doing one this Friday and Saturday from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the Trident Technical College Thornley Campus. Okay, in in, 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 in uh, Charleston, South Carolina. So, yes, if you're in Charleston, South Carolina, or surrounding areas this weekend and you want to get a no-cost COVID-19 test, then pull up to the Trident Technical College Thornley campus from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. this Friday and Saturday, okay? Tell them Charlemagne the God sent you. All right. And also, it seems like shootings have been going up across the country like so crazy. Uh, in New York City, 65 people were shot in New York City over the 4th of July weekend. 87 people were shot in Chicago. 20 people were shot and four people killed in Atlanta. So the shootings have been going up like crazy. Yeah, and here's the thing. You can't have all this conversation and discussion about defunding the police, uh, wanting to police our own communities, but then have things like this happen. I saw uh, last night T.I. posted a video from the brother Parlay. And mm-hmm. if you watch the video, I agree with, you know, damn near everything he said. When you have people committing these kinds of crimes, you know, when children are the prominent victims of gun violence, then policing the community means holding the perpetrators of these crimes accountable. That means all that no snitching BS y'all be on, that's got to be out the window. And Parlay even said we need, you know, street justice. I'm not mad at that neither, but the moral of the story is accountability, okay? Accountability. However you see fit to hold people accountable for these crimes, whether it's calling the same police you're trying to defund or handling it yourself, either way, nothing gets handled unless there's some form of accountability. All of these kids cannot be getting killed in these streets and nothing happens. That is not, you're absolutely sending the wrong message by doing that and screaming uh, defund the police, defund the police, we want to police our own communities. There has to be accountability if that's what you want. Yeah, they were saying at least five children were killed by gun violence across the nation this holiday weekend. And when I say it's getting out of hand, it just seems like people don't care. I mean, I've seen people get shot in broad daylight and a lot of this is on camera. Like, people just don't care. They're just running around like it's, it's nothing. Like, life is just okay. Like, they get another another life. Like, you know, no. Once you die, you die. Like, it's it's crazy. I think that we're all forgetting that all of these different things are conflated. You know what I'm saying? You still have coronavirus pandemic. Mm-hmm. You have the, the, the economy in the toilet. So many people still unemployed. You know what I mean? You have people still out protesting social justice. Like, America has been at a tipping point. So those people in certain communities, you know what I mean, are, are they've been past their tipping point, and they're at their breaking point right now, and hurt people hurt people. And that's mm-hmm. what you're going to see a lot of this summer. Yeah, it's just not enough opportunity out there for folks. Right. It's just not. All right. Well, that is your front page news. Now, when we come back, let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. Now, Halle Berry, uh, she was supposed to play a transgender in a new movie. But after receiving a backlash from the LGBTQ plus community, she apologized and decided not to do it. So let's open up the phone lines. What are your thoughts? 800-585-1051. Some people are saying, well, she's an actress. She should be able to play any 
any character at all, whether it's a superhero, a man, a woman, a transgender, or whatever character may be. And some people are feeling like, no, she should leave that part for transgender. So let's open up the phone lines. Let's have a conversation. 800-585-1051. What are your thoughts? Call us up right now, and we'll get your opinion when we come back. Charlemagne, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Pull out, pull out your phone. Call in right now. Call me. Add your opinion to The Breakfast Club top. Break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. All right, so uh, let's open up the phone lines, 800-585-1051. Now, Halle Berry was supposed to play a transgender in a new movie, but after receiving backlash from the LGBTQ plus community, she apologized and decided not to do it. She said, over the weekend, I had the opportunity to discuss my consideration for an upcoming role as a transgender man, and I'd like to apologize for those remarks. As a cisgender woman, I now understand that I should not have considered this role and that the transgender community should undeniably have the opportunity to tell their own stories. I am grateful for the guidance and critical conversation over the past few days, and I will continue to listen, educate, and learn from this mistake. I vow to be an ally in using my voice to promote better representation on screen, both in front and off the camera and behind the camera. All right, so what do you think, Charlemagne? I think that there's absolutely no upside. And uh, having this conversation, the transgender mafia, the T's don't like us since cisgenders in their family business. Okay, but since you asked the question, uh, mm-hmm. I, I can see both sides. I, I can see how if you're a member of the T's, the transgender community, uh, you want to be represented. You know, it's not a lot of transgender representation in the TV and film world. So when that role does pop up, they want someone from their community getting that part. I totally get it, totally understand, because if it's the role of a cisgendered man or a woman, I highly doubt Hollywood is reaching out to transgenders to audition for those roles. So I get it. But... Uh-huh. If Holly Berry wanted to act in a movie and she played a woman who was transitioning into a man, why would that be a problem? Would you have her play a cisgendered woman in the first half of the movie and then as she transitions, you bring in someone uh, who, who has already transitioned? I, I don't understand any of this, but I also will ask, can transgender women play the role of cisgendered women in a movie? If a transgendered woman gets a role that a cisgendered woman would would uh, would usually get would cisgendered women push back on that? Would that be a problem? Like it's acting. Like like what about all the crackheads and homeless people who actually need work? Should they be upset? Oh, shut up. Who aren't crackheads and homeless <laughs> shut people up. played them in movies? Should fat people be upset that Eddie Murphy played a whole fat family and no shut up? Didn't leave no rule, no roles for the obese among us. I'm just saying, where where does this go? That's, I'm just saying, wait, 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 like, how far does this go is what I want to know. And, and I, I see both sides as well. I mean, I understand that transgenders w- would love to tell their story, but in Hollywood, if Holly Berry wants to play a part and is an actress, she is going to bring people to that movie, regardless if the movie is good, if regardless if the movie is bad. She is that type of actress, kind of like Denzel Washington. Like, there's movies that Denzel does that people don't care if they're good or bad about the reviews. They just like Denzel as an actor. 
So what you're saying, you're saying that it should be about the star power as opposed to representation is what you're saying. In Hollywood movies, yeah, sometimes it is about the star power. Absolutely it is sometimes. But I also do understand the tra transgenders who feel like they want to tell their own story. The transgender community wants to be able to say, hey, this is my story. But like you said, I see both sides, but I don't know. Let's go to the phone lines. By the way, if I was a transgendered person, and, you know, I would love for Holly Berry to play me in a movie. I'm just saying. Oh, okay. Well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Phil from Detroit. Phil from Detroit. What's up, brother? I'm doing all right. What's up with you soon? What's your thoughts, bro? Man, I, I think people too sensitive with all that, you know, that, the gay and lesbian rights stuff. You know what I'm saying? Um, Holly Berry, she's an actress. She should be able to accept any rule that's offered to her without offending a whole group of people. You know what I'm saying? Like, and then... When did black and civil rights, when did black civil rights and gay rights become one movement? You know what I'm saying? Like, how, how did we get penciled in, in into that? You know what I'm saying? Like, it, it shouldn't have nothing to do with the other. You know what I mean? Like, like what, what we fighting for in the streets shouldn't have nothing to do with gay and lesbian rights. Like, like how did that all become one civil rights movement? You know, that's that's crazy. You know, and, and, and wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. How did this conversation become about civil rights? We're talking about representation in Hollywood. No, what, no, I'm saying, that, brother. I'm, what I'm saying is, how did that become one movement? You know what I'm saying? Like, every time somebody do something, you know what I'm saying? It's like gay people offended. You know, her taking a role, how is that offending lesbians or, or transgenders? You know what I'm saying? Like, and, and why, is it, why is that topic so sensitive? Like, if people don't like gay people, they should be able to say that. You shouldn't be, like, a homophobe just because you say you don't like gay people. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, if, it, it's and, crazy and, that, and, and, and that if, is like that. And if that people... And I, now, I have to push back on you, right? And I'm pushing back on you just because I uh, just want you to think about this. Uh, can a white person say... If I don't like black people, I should be I'm able not to racist. say that. And, 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 and he, is he not racist if he said that? If he says, I don't like black people, would you say that white person is not racist? No, he would be racist. No, I, I, I would not say he's not racist, but that's his prerogative. He can be who he want to be. You know what I'm saying? What he eats is not going to make me, you know what I'm saying, crap. But like, if, he's, if he doesn't like a black person because of the color of his skin, he's racist, sir. Yes. He, he's right. Like yeah, he and, and if you don't like a gay person just because they're gay, you are indeed a homophobe. Yes, you are. But thank you for calling, brother. Hello, who's this? This is Mimi from Detroit. Good morning. Good morning. We're, we're talking about Holly Berry this morning. She was supposed to play a transgender in a new movie, but uh, after receiving back, backlash, she decided not to do it. What are your thoughts? Right. I feel like Holly Berry should go do another Catwoman 2 and leave the transgender role for a transgender. That's just like Julia Roberts playing Harriet Tubman. No, leave the black role for a black person. You leave that transgender role for a transgender. So good for her for making the right decision. Okay. That's All right. Well, thank that, that you. Is, that is very that is very interesting because I was I was thinking about that. I was like, is that the same as a white person playing a black person or vice versa? I don't know. Uh, the reason I say I don't know is because Holly Berry is a cisgendered woman. So if she was playing a transgender in a movie, what if the role was her starting off as a cisgendered woman and then transitioning into a transgendered woman? Wouldn't it make sense to have the cisgendered woman playing the cisgendered woman? And then I guess when they, tra I don't know what happens when they transition, but I'm just saying, I don't know if that's necessarily the same as a white person playing a black person, a black person playing a white person. I don't know. 
All right, 800-585-1051. If you just joined us, Holly Berry was supposed to play a transgender in a new movie. But after receiving backlash from the LGBTQ plus community, she decided not to do it, and she apologized. What are your Look thoughts? Look at you, LGBTQ plus. I see you, Envy. What? You've been studying. I've been studying. Been I've been learning. To David Johns. I've been I listening. See you. I've been listening. But what are your thoughts? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Call me and your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, if you just joined us, we're talking about Holly Berry. She was supposed to play a transgender in a new movie. But after receiving backlash from the LGBTQ plus community, she decided to apologize and said she's not going to do it. We're taking your uh, calls, 800-585-1051. Now, the thing with that is I I see both sides. But, you know, as if you go to acting class or or if you study acting, they teach you how to embody different people and different things. So when you become an actor, because you know I was a thespian, I don't know if you know that, but I was in uh, two movies, but that's neither here nor there. But yeah, when they teach you how to be an actor, they actually teach you how to become different characters. So I'm just curious to what you guys think. Now, Charlamagne, you you said you see it on both sides, right? Yeah, I definitely see both sides. And um, I, I totally can understand you know, the transgender community wanting to be represented, you know, because it's not a lot of transgender representation in the TV and film world. Correct. So when that role, when those roles do pop up, they want someone from their community getting getting those parts. Totally get it. Totally understand. Because I don't think that if the role of a cisgendered woman or man is out there, I highly doubt Hollywood is reaching out to transgenders to audition for those roles. So I get it. All right. Well, let's go to the phone lines. Hello. Who's this? Anti. Hey, what's up, bro? We're asking about Holly Berry. What are your thoughts? I think she should be able to play a role. Just like Martin Lawrence was able to play Big Mama and uh, Shanene, Tyler Perry was able to play um, Madrid. And then you had Miguel Nunez who played Juana Man. I mean, to better play the role, she should get help from a transgender person in order to depict the role better. Okay. So, so what are your thoughts on that, Charlamagne? Because there's been a, a bunch of men that, that played women in movies, and, and did people have a problem with that? I can um I would be a total hypocrite because I would not want to see a white person playing a black role, especially if it's somebody, you know, that's prominent from the black community. Like, you know, the young lady called early and said Julia Roberts playing Harriet Tubman. Correct. That would be a no go. We could not have that. And on the flip side, if it was somebody from, you know, the white community that was prominent, I wouldn't want to see a, a, a black person play them. So I totally get it. But um But you know, remember Idris Elba was supposed to play 007, and everybody was fine with that, a, a black person playing and, and, James no, Bond. No, no, because James Bond is just a character. Like, there's nothing, like, James Bond's character is not rooted in his race. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Harriet Tubman's whole was being black, right. is black. You right. know what I'm saying? Like, she's a black icon. It's not the same with, 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 with James Bond. I just, I just don't know where it stops. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm sitting here thinking about all the crackheads and the homeless people who need the money, who don't get oh to play boy. themselves in movies. You know what I mean? I think fat people should be very upset that Eddie Murphy played a whole oh fat boy. family in Nutty Professor. We might need to revisit that. Okay? I'm My serious. Goodness. Hello, who's this? Hey, this is Lala from Fort Lauderdale. Hey, good morning. We're talking Halle Berry this morning. You know, she was supposed to play a transgender in a new movie, but uh, after receiving backlash, she decided not to do it, and she apologized. What are your thoughts? I think she was right to back down, and like I was saying earlier, I do not 
agree with the transgender lifestyle. However, if the transgender community is upset and they want representation of somebody from their community, then I understand that even in disagreeing with the lifestyle. Mm-hmm. When you're, um, when you're, I do, uh, speaking from Halle Berry's perspective, as somebody who did some theater growing up, I do understand the politics of theater. Like, I wouldn't want nobody uh, white playing Martin Luther King. You know, Correct. stuff right. like that. You, you want, um, you know, accurate representation. And again, I don't agree with the lifestyle. However, I do, I will say that they do have a right to be upset, long or short. Okay. All right. Well, thank you, Mama. Did you get David John, man? Did he answer? No, David. David John didn't hit me. I said me David. Up, and I, and David I, I, John. I know some people will say too. You know, if transgenders can emulate women or men, then a woman or man should be able to emulate transgenders. But I think just from a aspect of representation, I totally understand why the transgender community would want to be represented. You know what I'm saying? Like I said before, it's not a lot of transgender representation in the TV and film world. So when that role does pop up, they want someone from their community getting that that role. But I don't I don't think Holly Berry is necessarily wrong for wanting to play a transgender. Because actors and actresses, they like to play complex mm-hmm. characters. You know what I mean? And, 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 and that would be a very complex role i'm sure for for a cisgendered woman to play so yeah i'm not mad at her for wanting to play the role but i'm also not mad at the transgenders for pushing back and saying no we want those roles for us let me ask you a question didn't will smith play a a gay man in a a movie was that wrong then that's a good question i don't know that's a great question you know because all day long people play gay men they play gay women you know Is, is that wrong when they play these characters in movies as well well, there's some would say Will may not have been playing a character, even though I He's love stupid. Will Smith. You know I'm what? Just saying, Forget you, man. Based off, you know based off you. some, and I love Will. I'm just talking. See? Don't pay you me know me. what? When we come back, we got the rumors. 50's been all over the news. So we're going to talk 50 Cent and happy birthday to my bro 50. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. It's time. She's spilling the tea. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. Now, congratulations to uh, Pop Smoke, uh, rest in peace, of course, his family, Stephen Victor and 50 Cent, who executive produced this album. Pop Smoke's album, Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon, looks like will debut number one. Now, projected sales say anywhere from 175000 to 200000 in sales. Of course, the album features appearances from 50 Cent, Lil Baby, Rowdy Rebel, Rowdy Rich, and more. So congratulations, and it's a dope project, dope album. So shout out to everybody Smoke involved. To Pop Smoke. Rest in peace to Pop Smoke. I never met Pop Smoke. Never met the young man, Pop Smoke. Never? Ever. Good dude. Not that I remember. Yeah, Good dude. To him. That sucks now, that, you know, to see him sell 200,000 records, you know, a- a- after he's gone. But salute to that brother. Yeah. Now, uh, 50 Cent and T.I., it looks like they could be possibly doing a versus challenge. It looks like T.I. called him out. Let's hear it. For your birthday, I offer you a challenge, sir. Pull your ass up, man, with 20 of your records, man. Sit crawl for me, man, and get this work, man. You know what I'm saying? But I understand if you don't want to answer to that challenge because last time you got challenged, Kanye West dusted your ass off. So, hmm, you might not want to do that. So, hmm, huh, well, bring your ass on that. Bring your records, bring your hit records with you. You and Dr. Dre and Eminem and all y'all got them the G-Unit and all y'all bring y'all, y'all bring y'all ass on that. Come on, see the king. So what are your thoughts? Would you like to see that, T.I. versus 50 Cent? For, first of all, not only would I like to see it, I would like to see it for a couple of reasons. Number one, the 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 the, the, the shit 
talking. The disrespect to each other. Yeah, be, they both were the be, same level. Would be grade yep. A. You talking about two intellectual, articulate talkers? It would be highly entertaining. I mean, you talking about two of the best, two of the best mouthpieces in the game. Period. Um, and though I love Fifty Cent, Fifty Cent is a cancer, uh, mm -hmm. like I am. Um, I love everything that Fifty Cent stands for. But you know, Ti is one of my top five, top seven favorite rappers of all time. And um, I say this with all due respect. T.I. will wash 50 Cent in a versus battle. Now, Charlemagne the God hasn't been on the air oh since, um, you know, I, I accurately predicted that Jadakiss would wash Fabulous. I know Envy is about to disagree with me on this one, but I'm telling you right now, T.I.P. in a versus battle versus 50 Cent musically, 20 songs with 20 songs will wash 50 Cent. And I love 50, but he will well, wash 50. I would have to expeditiously... Uh, uh, disagree with you, brother. Uh, okay. I don't think that uh, T.I. will wash 50 Cent. I actually think wash. 50 Cent will actually beat T.I. Tell me how. You have nothing to stand on with that. Why? Tell me how. What, what do you mean? How, how, how does mean that how? happen? Tell me. You want to know how? Me? How did that happen? Yeah. All right. You ready? What up, gangster? Patiently waiting. Many men in the club. High all the time. Heat if I can't. Back down. P-I-M-P. -P, like my style. Poor Ridge. 21 questions. Wankster. Life's mm -hmm. on the line. And that's all the records that he so, did. So, that's so his record. 50, so, so, so 50 is going to play the whole Get Rich or Die Trying album. That's one album you named. You named all songs off one album. So you're going to play the whole Get Rich or Die Trying. Meanwhile, you're talking about a man who gave us trap music, urban legend, king, and Paper Trail. T.I. can go. Dope Boys in the Trap. Be Easy. Let's Get Away. Doing My Job. 24s. Rubber Band Man. Look What I Got. Motivation. ASAP. You Don't Know Me. Bring Them Out. Uh, what You Know About That. A top Back. Live Your Life. Whatever You Like. What's Up? What's Happening? Swagger Like Us. You Want to Go to Features? T.I. can give you Ain't I. He can give you Shoulder Lean. He can give you Goddamn Never Scared with Bone Crusher. What are you talking about? He can, go, he can give you Soldier with Destiny's Child. That was he can give you blurred album. lines. He can give you he can give you blurred lines with Robin Thicke. He can give you My Love with Justin Timberlake. Those are Stop all it, cute, man. But you can't do Hate It or Love It. You can't do uh, Candy Shop. You can't do Just a Little Bro, Bit. No. You can't do uh, all the joints that he did with, with Tony Yayo, whether it's So Seductive, whether it's pimping uh we can we can go on and on and on and on you know i mean listen so, like i said if you want if, if you want to do his other artist t.i can do ain't i like i said he can and i didn't even get to i get drunk. money i didn't he even did, get to all those get, other joints that i didn't name i didn't i didn't get to none of those yet i i, I just he, did his first album we could still go get to a lot a lot of these other joints so listen, so yeah i i don't I think, think I, um i, I don't I think, think t.i will wash anybody i think it'll be a very entertaining versus um, but I think it'll be a wash. I really do. I think it, I, don't think I think so. the first I think the first seven to ten rounds will be competitive. After that, when they start going the distance, no, nope, I got. I, 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 I don't necessarily. I got to give it to Clifford Harris. I don't necessarily think so. I I I think that the guy Fifty Cent, Curtis Jackson, actually got that one. But anyway, so uh, I I hope that we get to see that battle. I don't know if it's actually gonna happen. Um, but I would definitely. I love think to it see should that. happen. I think Fifty should do it. I think Ti should do it. I think that is um, a very, very entertaining versus. I really do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think so too. I right, and also we got to congratulate uh, Remy Ma and Papoose. It looks like they are expecting another baby now. Papoose was doing an interview with Claudia Jordan on Fox Soul, and this is what he said. I just I love being with my family. You know what I'm saying. I get to spend so much time with my amazing wife. 
and my amazing daughter and I'm just making the best out of it. You know what I'm saying? And, and mm-hmm. we're moving forward. And some good things are actually coming out of this. You know, we're um, going to have a new child real soon. Drop on the clues, bombs for Papoose and Remy Ma. That's beautiful, man. Mm-hmm. I love to see the king and the queen uh, bringing in more royalty to the world. So salute Absolutely. Mackies. Absolutely. So congratulations to them. Now when we come back, Donkey today, what are we talking about? Uh, Donkey today, we need to have a conversation with the hood, man. We need to have a conversation with all these people that was out here this weekend just letting the hammers fly. We'll talk about it. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Donkey of the day. I'm a Democrat, so being donkey of the day is a little bit of a mixed up. So like a donkey. Yeehaw, okay. Donkey of the day. <laughs> the Breakfast Club, bitches. Now, I've been called a lot in my 23 years, but donkey of the day is a new one. Donkey of the day for Tuesday, July 7th goes to all you people everywhere who decided that on 4th of July weekend, fireworks were not enough. 65 people shot over the weekend in New York. 87 people shot in Chicago. An 8-year-old named Sequoia Turner shot and killed in Atlanta while riding with her mother. An 11-year-old, Devon McNeil, was at an anti-violence cookout in D.C. He was shot and killed in Chicago. A 7-year-old, Natalia Wallace, was outside her family's house during a holiday gathering. She was shot and killed. Rest in peace to all of those kids condolences to their family now here's the thing you can't have this conversation and discussion about defunding the police abolishing the police wanting to police our own communities but then have things like this happen with no consequences or repercussions in fact this makes the whole defund the police abolish the police argument yeah that let me say that instead of defund the police this makes the whole abolish the police argument null and void unless the perpetrators of these crimes are held accountable by the same communities that they are terrorizing that means that what y'all call snitching has to be repositioned as crime prevention because what happens in situations like this those same lawless ass folks who out here just busting their guns and don't care who they hit they stay on the street and when they stay on the street it continues this cycle of ignorance that we saw in cities all across the country on 4th of July weekend and the next person that may get hit is you or somebody that you love therefore the perpetrators of these crimes have to be held accountable that is the word of today accountability okay also don't think for one second that the powers that be wouldn't attempt to prove a point by letting the hood get even more out of control this summer to show y'all why we need the police, to show y'all why we need law and order. There has to be law, there has to be order, but what does that look like? Well, I saw T.I. last night post this from Parlay, and I agree with a lot of what Parlay had to say. Let's listen to it. A lot of y'all be doing some whole ass shit, but a lot of y'all call y'all real niggas. If you're a real hold your partner accountable for the whole ass that he do. And then at the end of the day, if you do some whole ass you get caught for it, stand on it. Because that's what real do. So with that being said, whoever shot that little girl down in that parking lot at, at Wendy's, man, turn her home ass in. And I ain't talking about to the police. I'm talking about to the streets. We're going to get street justice this time. And if you can't teach your how to be real and how to do whole it's your motherfucking fault. So whoever want to ride with them, stand behind them, hey, man, it's whatever. It's up. If you're a real like me, let's link up. Link with me, man. All the big homies, all the all the game bangers, all the OGs. Link with me, and let's find out who this is in way yet, and let's handle the discreet way the way we do. We don't want the police in our business. Well, guess what? It's time for us to start policing our own. It's time for us to start protecting our own communities. Now. The only reason I don't believe in street justice totally is because street justice just leads to someone else committing a good intention crime. Then they lose their freedom or a person loses their life for what? 
okay, for, for something they may see as a great cause, and it probably is a great cause, but the reality is it's just creating more bad energy. Now, I am, uh, am I mad at street justice? No. But America doesn't respect street justice, and they can't wait to lock our black asses up, okay? Citizens' arrest doesn't work for people who this country barely considers citizens. But what Parley is saying is true because it's all rooted in accountability. It has to be accountability. We have to hold the perpetrators of these crimes accountable. However you see fit to hold people accountable for these crimes, whether it's calling the same police you're trying to the fun are handling it yourself. Either way, nothing gets handled unless it's some form of accountability. By the way, America, this is exactly why police need to be defunded, but not abolished. Okay, it's two different things, because if you defund the police and take some of that money out of these police budgets and invest into these poor and disenfranchised communities, then you'll be providing something these kids don't have right now, and that's hope. Okay, you're not providing these kids with no opportunities, and you wonder why they feel hopeless. Hopeless enough to just shoot at whoever, wherever. We acting like we're not seeing what's going on in the world. Coronavirus got the economy all messed up. Unemployment rate is high. People's money is all left up. So imagine how the folks in the hood who've been going through hell, who are now catching it even worse than they were before, imagine how they feel. Hurt people hurt people, and the hood is hurting. So, yes, defund the police and take some of those billions, those hundreds of millions you've given, you given police budgets, and give it to the hood. We don't need to abolish police, but we do need to have police in our communities who understand our communities. And right now, we need people who understand that the hood needs hope, period, point blank. Let me tell you something, man. This is going to be happening all summer. Okay, if you have a young person in the hood you can talk to, provide an opportunity for, do it. Because this government will not. And if this government doesn't do it and we don't do it, guess what they're going to be doing? Exactly what they was doing this past 4th of July weekend. Busting their gun at whoever, wherever. Okay, police officers, now is not the time to prove a point and say, oh, y'all want to defund us? Y'all want to abolish us? Well, go on and police your own communities. Now is not the time for that. But I fear that's exactly what's about to happen. So I have to do what I usually do at a time like this, and that's turn to black women. Uh, for the answers. Salute to Erica Ford. She has a great idea that she's been implementing all weekend, and it's a ceasefire in hoods across America. And, you know, Erica said between coronavirus and police brutality, we can't be out here warring with each other and killing our own. I totally agree. Why? Because gun violence will just lead to more police in our communities. You saw they just called in the National Guard in Atlanta. They're saying it's to protect the statues. I don't think so in Georgia, rather, okay, not just Atlanta. And, and if we are really going to police and protect our hoods, then now is the summer to start. And the only way it will happen is if we hold ourselves and others accountable. However that looks to you, do it. If you know who committed these crimes and you want to call those same police you're trying to defund, those same police you're trying to abolish to tell on them, then do that. If you want street justice, I don't agree with that, only because I don't want y'all getting jammed up you know, when, 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 when things like that happen. But if you want street justice, hey, man, do it. The key word here, though, is accountability. We have to hold our people accountable for these crimes that they are committing in our communities. Please give all these folks who was busting their guns like it was the 4th of July because it was the biggest hee uh-huh. uh-huh. All right. Well, let's let's open the phone lines. Let's talk about it. 800-585-1051. Now, you just talked about a 65 people shot in New York, 87 people shot in Chicago, 22 people shot in Atlanta. Shootings have uh have been going up all across the country. People have been yeah. talking about defunding the police. Yes. 
So what are your thoughts now on defunding the police? 800-585-1051. Well, let's separate the two, right? Because I think Mm -hmm. um, defunding the police is not the same as abolishing the police. And there's people who have been talking about abolishing the police and putting systems in place to police our own communities. Um, I don't... I think there's a difference between because I think the funding would actually work in a situation like this because you're taking that money from the police budgets and putting them in the hood and providing these kids something they don't have, which is hope and opportunity. Right. See, th- see, this is the thing about defunding the police. And this is what I've been saying for a while. You can't necessarily defund the police until we know where the money's actually going. Like they have to open up the books and, and we have to see where like in New York, where that six billion dollars is going a year. We have to open up these these books and say, hey. You know, if, if the police department has this budget, where is this money going? And then you can figure out, okay, well, we need to take money out of here, money out of there. You just can't defund the police without knowing where that money is actually going. And I, what I actually say is, is you know, you've been watching, I'm sure you've been seeing it, and I've been seeing all the videos of, of people throwing rocks and bottles and, you know, cursing police officers out and this, that, and the other. It, it's going to make it tough. We have to get a place where we have to see the good police officers and X out the backs at the bad police officers because what's what's happening? If you're a good police officer and you and you're pulling up to something where you know there was a shooting or there was a, a domestic violence call or any type of call, and when you pull up, they're throwing bottles, uh, rocks, and all these type of things at your vehicle. Would that make you want to go to the to to the areas where these calls are being called? Um, no. No, but if uh, that's but that's what's going what's going to happen is you're going to start having these governors calling in the national guard, and mm-hmm. that's what you don't want. Right. Right. So let's open up the phone lines. 800-585-1051. What's the question? What are we talking about now? You know, after after seeing what happened this weekend, do you feel like abolishing the police is still a good idea? Okay. Let's let's talk about it. Call us up now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. All right. Pull out your, pull out your phone. Call in right now. Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Break it down. 800-585-1051. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, if you just join us, Charlamagne gave Donkey of the Day to who, Charlamagne? Um, everybody that was shooting this weekend, you know, popping, shooting, letting off guns like it was the 4th of July, even though it was. But, you know, 65 people shot over the weekend in New York, 87 mm-hmm. people shot in Chicago, mm-hmm. um, pre- pre- predominantly a lot of kids. Were, 22 were in Chicago, in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Kind of makes the conversation about abolishing the police you know, null and void. I know people like to mix up the whole defund the police and abolish the police, even though those are, even though those are two different things. But, like, it's kind of hard to say you want to abolish the police when these type of crimes are happening, you know, unless we're mm-hmm. going to start holding ourselves accountable in a real way, meaning that when we know the perpetrators of these crimes, we we handle it, you know. We, we, we either handle it in, in, in street justice, which I don't agree with because that just leads to more people going to jail, or you got to call those same police that you're talking about defunding and abolishing and tell them to come do their job. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't believe in abolishing the police. Um, reason is, is you need police officers out there, as you can see what's going on in the world right now. Now, defunding the police, I, you know, I want to see where that money's going first. I can't say, okay, let's take the money when we don't know where the money's going for. Let's open up these, these budgets and see where this money's going. And if we can move money around, then we move money around. But I don't think abolishing the police is, is a good thing. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think you need to abolish the police either. But I do think you need to defund the police. Um, we don't need to abolish the police. We need to change the whole system of policing. That I know. I think the only way you do that is by 
you know, and one of the ways you do that is by encouraging people from the hood to become police officers and giving them some kind of financial incentive to stay in those same communities they grew up in. I think that's that's a start. Uh, but I, I do think that we should defund the police because I do think we should take some of those those police budgets and put them in these poor and disenfranchised communities. I think that when you provide these these people with more opportunity, you provide them with more hope. And when you have more hope, you won't be so hopeless as to just start shooting wherever whenever and hitting whoever right well let's go to the phone lines 800-585-1051 hello who's this morning morning what, what's up nb charlamagne what's up, and God, south carolina baby we are she not yeah, here you know 803 <laughs> 803 what's happening so we're talking you about you know abolishing the police what are your thoughts brother i mean all cops is not bad cops but, I mean, they just need to come to an agreement with things and um, just do a background check and get all the bad cops out of there, you know? Yeah, okay. I agree. Okay. I don't believe in reform for, for police officers because I think that, you know, it's like trying to reform a pit bull, you know? With all of these videos that we see of these police officers just beating people up and shooting people and all, like, no, some of these guys can't be reformed. You got to get rid of them all together. All right. Hello, who's this? Hi, it's Onyx. Hey, Onyx. Good morning. Good morning. Onyx. Good morning, everyone. That is an um, amazing I, name. <laughs> thank you. Like the precious stone, of course. I was thinking like right. the rap group, but go ahead. <laughs> my, my answer to the question, truthfully, I feel that it's not more so defunding the police, but I feel that people within the community should actually become the police officers. I live in a community. I I've lived there my entire life. Mm-hmm. And I have, I see police officers who I've never seen before. And, you know, I don't recognize them. I live close to a military town. And we have a lot of people who, who retire from the military and then they become police officers. And then, you know what I mean, being in that environment, from the military environment to, you know, not knowing the environment, not knowing the people of the community, I feel like that contributes to a lot of the issues that we come across, truthfully. Um, I just feel like us as a community, we should involve ourselves more. Like, just I, I do agree with you, Charlamagne, as far as not really street justice being the answer because that causes more issues for us. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That causes mm-hmm. more provocation for people to be able to do things to us because we want to react in certain ways. So I feel that the people in the community should step up more by becoming the police officers for their communities. I don't feel that they should let people who don't know, you know, anyone that comes around. Like, there are a lot of people, my aunt, um, you know, I live in a country, country town. <laughs> so my aunt, she was a candy lady. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's like, if you don't know the candy lady or if you don't know the young boy down the street to know, you know, certain things that he's going through to understand his thought process, then you're going to potentially see him as a threat. And But if you know him, then right. there's going to be a little more leeway. You know what I mean? There's going to be more resistance in a way to, to treat them in a different way because you know these people. And I just feel that as a community, Onyx, we really should become the police officers. That's how I feel. Onyx, okay. I couldn't. Onyx, I couldn't agree with you more. I, I, be, I believe that wholeheartedly. I think that one of the ways you, you know, make the relationship between the police and the civilians better is by encouraging people from the hood to become police officers. But you got to give them some type of financial incentive. I don't know if it's free housing or you pay them more, but you got to pay these people to become police officers and stay in those same communities they grew up in. That is that that has to happen. All right. Well, thank you, Mama. Eight hundred five eight five one zero five one. You calling uh, me, Mama? You calling me, Mama? Are you talking to Onyx? 
I was talking to Anna. I just was the last person talking. You said, well, thank no, but you said, well, thank you, Mama. Now, so I don't know who you're talking. Maybe I was talking. I, I, I ain't seen you in a while. I ain't seen you in a while. You finally you got a haircut. You missed me that much? You finally got a haircut. You missed me that much? Maybe I'm talking about you. I, I don't mind being called Mama. 800-585-1051. Now, Charlemagne gave uh, people out there donkey today for all these shootings we've been seeing. And the, the, the conversation came up about abolishing the police. Do you still think we should abolish the police? Is that still a thought? Is that something you've been thinking about? Call us now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know it now. I know it now. Call me. Add your opinion to The Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you just joined us, Charlemagne gave Donkey the day to who, Charlemagne? Everybody that was busting their guns this weekend, you know, hitting all of these random children, killing all of these random children. 65 shot in New York, 87 shot in Chicago, 8-year-old girl shot in Atlanta, 11-year-old shot in D.C., a 7-year-old shot in Chicago. Come on, man. So we're asking 800-585-1051 with all these conversations. Uh, people are saying abolish the police. Do you guys still think we should abolish the police? Hello, who's this? This is Donald from Beaufort, South Carolina. Hey, Donald. Good morning. Hey, morning. We're talking about people are still saying abolish the police. What are your thoughts? Um, I kind of agree with what you say, DJ Andrew. We can't abolish the police. Um, you know, we I think we need to, like you say, open up the books, see where the money is going, and use that money that's not properly going to training the police. Because I think a lot of the problems is, when you get some of these police officers, particularly white police officers going in black neighborhoods, um, I think off the jump they're scared because they're not properly trained. They don't know how to interact in certain neighborhoods. They don't know, you know, how to deal with a certain situation, and they're going into that situation not properly trained. Um, you know, I, I'm, the, I'm a, the child of police officers. My mom and dad were police officers for over 30 years. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so I have a better insight of, you know, how to properly police, how, how the police should be. Um, and I know you guys in New York, you know, a lot of times you see probably growing up is the police were walking their beat. You don't see that anymore. Absolutely. You don't yep. see the police in that neighborhood um, relating to the people, you know, being part of the neighborhood. So I think that's where some of that money, when you open up these books in these neighborhoods, need to go to, like making these police officers get back out there and walk, you know, you know, do what you're paid to do, you know, interact with the, with the, the neighborhoods. You know, white or black, you know, be part of the neighborhood. Have the black police officers in the white neighborhoods interact with them. Maybe they can start to, you know, understand, you know, you know, the perspective of a black person in America. Uh, just a lot of things. But I don't think abolishing the police is going to solve, solve the problem. I think it's going to make it worse. You know what I mean? Okay. So, All right. Well, thank you, brother. Mm-hmm. Listen, mm-hmm. I think that you have to defund the police, though, especially in cities like New York City, where the budget is $6 billion. You take some of that money out of these police budgets, you invest into these poor and disenfranchised communities, then you'll be providing something these kids don't have right now, and that's hope. Like, you're not providing these kids with no opportunities, and then you wonder why they feel hopeless enough to just shoot, you know, at whoever, wherever, whenever. Like, we acting like we don't see what the hell is happening out here in these streets, okay? So defund the police, take some of that money, put it back into the communities. And as far as, like, you know, reforming the police, I don't think you can reform the police. I think it's like Mm -hmm. reforming a pit bull. So what we should be doing is encouraging uh, people from our communities to become police officers and providing them some type of financial incentive to actually police their own communities, to to be going to law enforcement, going to the academy, then come back home and police their own communities. Yeah, I agree with you. I I think, you know, we have to police our own communities. You have to be in the community. You have to know 
who these kids are, who, you know, who, who the community is. And I also feel like you just can't defund the police without necessarily knowing where that money's going. We have to open up the books and see where that money's going first. Of course, police officers don't get paid a lot of money, so you know it's not going to police salaries, but where's that money going to and and how can we stop that? I don't think it's right if, and I'm not, and I'm not saying this is true, but I don't think this is right if the police department gets sued and that budget that they get from the, the government goes to the, to paying off those people. I don't think that's right. I don't think that's right. That's Word. taxpayer but money. See, that's part of um that's that, that's part of disqualifying qualified immunity, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, because qualif- if you get if you get rid of qualified immunity, then that means police officers will be held um financially accountable. Responsible. Yeah, and I and I think yeah, that they should things like that happen. I think that they yeah. should. For instance, the the officer that, that killed George Floyd. Like, I don't think that when the family sues and the family gets money from that, I don't think it should come from taxpayers' money. I think it should come from him. Absolutely. I think not. he should be able to get, take These his house, should, take his pension. I agree. These police, these police officers should be be facing the threat of prison or their pensions taking. Pensions Absolutely. or prisons? Which one? I Both. guarantee you, when you out there in those streets, you will think twice about. You know, whatever it is that you do when you know you have the possibility of losing either one of those things. All right. All right. When we come back, we got rumor report. We got to talk about 50 Cent and T.I. again. Charlamagne and I have been arguing behind the scenes. Let's talk about the challenge that T.I. put out there, and we'll talk about it when we come back. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Listen up. It's just in. All the guys. The Rumor Report with Angela Angela Yee. It's the Rumor Report. The Breakfast Club. Now, T.I. wished 50 Cent a happy birthday, but also he put out a challenge. Let's listen. For your birthday, I offer you a challenge, sir. Pull your ass up, man, with 20 of your records, man. Sit across from me, man, and get this work, man. You know what I'm saying? But I understand if you don't want to answer to that challenge, because last time you got challenged, Kanye West dusted your ass off. So, you might not want to do that. So, well... Bring your ass on that. Bring your records. Bring your hit records with you. You and Dr. Dre and Eminem and all y'all. Got them the G unit. All y'all bring y'all, y'all bring y'all ass on that. Come on, see the king. Listen, man, I already told y'all uh, 50 Cent. I love 50 Cent. I love everything 50 Cent is about when it comes to his business. But in that versus versus T.I., y'all know I'm on record as saying T.I. is one of my top five to seven rap favorite rappers of all time. I think T.I. washes 50 Cent in a versus bro. No way. It'll be a great no battle. Way. A no great way. battle. But now, I think, and, 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 and how do you I'm, say I'm, that? If we're picking 20 songs, right? 20 songs. 50 Cent. You're the same has, guy that said Fabulous was going to wash Jada. You said no, it was going to be close. It wasn't even close, Envy. I didn't say Fabulous was going to wash close. Jada. You said it washed Jada. It was closer than, than, than yes. But Fab also missed it a lot of It was 17 to 3. Then he played Lil Mo. He didn't play a lot of that. But that's not that. This is this. Poor Little Rich. What up, okay. gangster? Patiently waiting. Many men in the club. Whip your head if I can't. P-I-M-P. 21 questions. Wangster. I get money. Hated to love it. So seductive. Window shopping. We can go back down. We can go have a baby by me. We could go magic stick. We could go crack a bottle. We could do still will. There's so many joints. We can go candy shop. Now, now I'm at 13. I'm the man, 14. Ghetto Quran, 15. Mm-hmm. Life on the line, 16. The joints with Joe, 17. He got joints. Down for me, Jeremiah, 18. That's, you know, I'm sorry, that's 28 right there. I just named 28 joints. 28. Where, where if you, you take out eight of them, because you say eight of them was a little too poppy ish. 20 hard joints right there. 
What do you? I'm sorry. I, it's it's I no go, watch. I can go with. I, where, where, where do you want to go with Ti? You can go with Swagger like us. What's up? What's happening? Whatever you like. Live your life. Top top back. Top back. I'm talking to you. What you know about that? Bring them out. You don't know me. ASAP. Motivation. Look what I got. Rubber band man. 24s. Be easy. Let's get away. Doing my job. Dead and gone. What do you want to do? You want to do features? You want to go into features? That's what I said. Let's do some features. That's 2020. I'm saying that's 20, but don't say my man ain't got 20 joints. It ain't going to be no wash. I think 50 actually will win this I didn't say 50 don't got 20. I, I didn't say 50, 50 don't got, got 20. I'm just saying 50 that got I, 20. It's not going to be a wash, and I, the, I think 50, when, gets, I, I think 50 you, gets this one. When, when you put together T.I.'s whole catalog, features, and his, his own catalog, come on, man. It's not even close. It's really not. I agree. I think really Fifty not. easily gets this and, and, and by the way, people people will, people will be people will remember, and that's the beauty about the verses. They will remember when those songs are playing. Like, oh shoot, that was my joint. Yeah, because really, we're talking about five albums versus one. No, that's not true. That's not true. We're I talking, named a bunch serious, of other stuff off a bunch of albums. Music. Yeah, you got you got about seven joints of, of one album, but then you got a whole other a whole other like I get money, candy shop, window shopping, hated to love it, so seductive. How to Rob. We could go mixtape. How to Rob. Ghetto Quran. Life's on the line. Baby by me. Magic stick. All those wasn't on the same album. But I mean, my Bro, man's album is just so good. You got to put... He had 12 hits off that one album. Ho, ho. You said... You just said... Th th that's your queen's bias because I love Ghetto Quran. But Ghetto Quran is not ringing off in no verses. Okay? That's, that's, <laughs> you know that. That's over the 20. That's that's just bonus joints. Ghetto Quran and Life on the Line, that's bonus joint. I just do that in, as a bonus. I'm the okay, man. That's so, bonus. That's so, bonus. So if you want to do bonus with T.I., you could do Ain't I. You could do Shoulder Lean. You could do Bang off Jeezy album. You could do uh, uh, My Love off Justin Timberlake. You could do Blurred Lines off Robin Thicke. Like, bro, T.I. got joints in a and real so way. so does 50. And so does 5th. It'd be, it'd be a good even, battle. I hope I it does happen. All this stuff like it, it, ain't about, it, it ain't about the money and big popping. I ain't even get to none of that, all that stuff like that. I ain't even touch none of those. It would be a good battle, and hopefully that that does happen. Great now, battle. Terry Crews, now Terry Crews was on Don Lemon, and he had uh, some things to say. He doubled down on some of the comments that he made. Can we play those comments? What I was issuing was a warning. When you have the leaders of the Black Lives Movement who are now talking about, you know, if we don't get our demands, we're going to burn it down. Other black people who are talking about working with other whites and other races, they're, they're being viewed as sellouts. And I viewed it as a very, very dangerous self-righteousness that was developing that, that really viewed themselves as better. It was a, almost a supremacist move. Their black lives mattered a lot more than mine. I have no idea what the hell Terry Crews is talking about. He has the right to his opinion, and people have the right to tell him, shut the F up forever. But I really don't know what the hell he be talking about. Me neither. I haven't figured it out, and I don't even know why he continues to talk. Just leave it alone. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah, I don't even, to be honest with you, I don't, care, I don't care what he's talking about, but I do know I saw him trying to take Cat Williams' booty in Friday after next on VH1 this weekend. I don't know why I forgot what? about that movie, but I was watching, I was watching VH1 this weekend because uh, VH1 was rerunning a lot of the old black stuff. And, um, yeah, when Terry Crews just straight up tried to take William had to put the pliers to his his and told him you was just gonna take it. <laughs> Terry Crews what like there's the a fish on the line. Goodness gracious! All right, it's called Friday well, after next. Cultural context, cultural context matters, people. Yes, okay? yes, it does. Because that, at one point that was a perfectly fine thing to write in a script and get greenlit to put in the movie. <laughs> Okay. Goodness gracious. But rape is rape. I don't care if it's man on man, man on woman, woman on woman. 
Bruiser trying to take Cat Williams' booty on Friday after next. Okay, and Cat Williams had to defend himself. My goodness. All right. Well, that is your rumor report. still took the pliers off him, and the the movie ends with Terry Crews still chasing after Cat Williams trying to take his booty. (laughs) Goodness gracious. Seems like you watched it a couple of times. All right. All right. Up next is the People's Choice Mix. Get your request and let me know what you want to hear. Don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest on the line. We reached out to the brother this morning, but he's uh, reaching back right now. David John, good morning, brother. Good morning, brother. How's it going? Uh, David, peace, King. Still treading water. We still got a lot of work to do. In spite okay. of the fact, a lot of people <laughs> back to normal life. Absolutely. So we had a, we had a conversation Absolutely. this morning. Listen, we were talking we were about a... Halle Berry. Halle Berry, yes. you know, she was supposed to play a transgender in the movie. Uh, but after receiving backlash, she decided that uh, she wasn't going to do it and apologized. So we had the conversation this morning uh, about Halle Berry uh, not doing it and, you know, asking people's opinions. So, you know, f- since you're from the community, we wanted somebody from the community to, to, to answer, see what were your thoughts on it. Yeah, I think uh, in the same way that we have applauded um, actors who have done voice of the black folk or um, straight folks who have otherwise turned down queer roles, this is consistent with that. We should all celebrate Halle Berry, appreciating that diversity matters, that it is still a problem that trans people often are not allowed to play trans characters or transness is often reduced to singular uh, understandings of gender because we have not moved past this very surface level point in the conversation. And so I'll celebrate um, Halle Berry and I hope that we also not only talk about this role and this opportunity, but the fact that five black trans women have died in the last week alone. Um, that is a problem. And it's one that we still aren't talking enough about, let alone not doing enough about. Mm. So that's, that's, that's all the more reason that representation matters. Yeah, and, and for anybody who is, is unclear about this, I would really encourage you to take the time and watch the documentary, Disclosure. It is a powerful documentary. It's out on Netflix now. It's got a number of uh, a, a diverse, uh, actually, presentation of people with trans experience, and it helps us to understand that the way that we all have been trained to respond to transness, often to either laugh at a trans body or to be repulsed by a trans body. I don't know if you, if you have all thought, thought about this, but remember the film Ace Ventura, Pet Detective? Like, yeah. nobody might think about it now yeah, and, and the way that it talks about, in a, in a repulsing way, uh, transness, not, not transness being repulsing, but the way that they talk about it in the film. But the entire last scene in the film is about him being disgusted, Ace Ventura, the pet detective, that he had an, an, a romantic encounter with someone who's trans. And it's incredibly vexing because absent that presentation, there, there might not be trans representation on TV. But when you think about the fact that we have been taught by watching that film, it was a, it's a favorite film for a lot of people, that like the way we respond to transness, be repulsed. That's something that we've been trained over time. And I'm hoping that people in this moment, when it feels like every day, every week, another black trans woman is dying, while people are literally risking their lives to, to protest, to demand that we acknowledge that all black lives matter that this stuff is 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 constructed these are messages that we've been fed and we have the opportunity to appreciate that and to think about different messages to rethink gender to rethink how we hold space for each other and in particular that like gender is not just your genitalia i've said it a couple of times including on this platform Mm -hmm. gender is assigned at birth and i need for grown-ass boys in particular who are acting like they're men because they have toxic masculinity and issues that they need to work through in therapy 
to spend some time with this and to hold space for people for whose their humanity is valuable and should be valued. All right. Mm. You know, uh, Dave, I just got to, David, I I got a question. That's why we we needed your expert opinion. Now, you know, but what about, you know, when some actors like Will Smith played a gay person in a movie? What about when actors play those positions? Do you you feel like actors shouldn't play those positions as well? Equally equally as problematic. So the the two things for me Mm -hmm. are like, at, at some point, this becomes challenging because the question is, how do you know that a person is gay unless you've slept with them, right? Which, which again, at some point, we need to evolve past the way that we either talk about this and we're restricted based on language. And again, I watched right. Will Smith, The Six Degrees of Separation. It was a powerful portrayal. And it is also the case that there are exceptionally talented actors who are also queer and people of color who could also play that role. My friends and I were having this debate last night. I like I like Insecure as a, as a black man from Inglewood, California. I appreciate it. If nothing else, the way that they're memorializing South Central L.A. I don't understand why they decided to write a gay character and then not have a gay man play him, right? And, and so it, it's complicated. It's not that easy. At, at some point, we should be talking about people being exceptionally talented who are allowed to demonstrate that talent. And it is also the case that representation matters. But you know, even with the case with Will Smith... Because, the reason because I asked what's going to happen at the time, yeah, Will Smith okay. was the biggest actor in the world. So, like you said, to play a character like no, he that wasn't. was powerful. No, he wasn't. He wasn't at that time. No, he wasn't. He wasn't. No, that was, was his first movie. role. That was his first movie role. Oh, that was his first role. Yeah. It was his first commercial. It was his first commercial role in that regard, right? But but that notwithstanding, some of this is about us not allowing people to flourish. Let's to go back to where we were. There's a Glad mm-hmm. Media uh, a statistic that says that more than 80 percent of people say that they do not know somebody who is trans. And so most people are introduced to transness via TV. And mm-hmm. most storylines around trans identity mm-hmm. are about trans folks either doing sex work or being murdered without the context to help people appreciate why it is that like black trans folks are often forced into sex work. That's not to say that everybody's forced into it. Some people choose to do it, but there, there are socially constructed conditions like y'all's president changing laws to deny trans folks access to health care. That is intentional. Just two weeks ago, the Supreme Court said, based on a Title VII decision, something in civil rights law, that you cannot fire people based on actual or perceived sexual identity, gender orientation, or expression. That's that's a law that says that, that today you can't fire somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, a whole lot of people in this country who don't know shit about that law or the fact that you shouldn't fire somebody. And it is still legal in so many states in this country to fire somebody, or not to fire somebody, but to deny somebody housing or to deny them access to public services like gas stations or hospitals or restaurants. These are real life challenges that make people's lived experiences complicated. And and the minimum we can do is allow for diverse representations of people's experiences to exist on screen such that when people encounter people who are different, that difference Mm -hmm. is celebrated and not seen as something that needs to be killed or controlled or, or otherwise met with violence. That is absolutely problem. true. My man, David right. Johns, we appreciate you. Well, thank brother. you for checking in, Dave. We tried to get you in earlier, but I, we figured you were sleeping. But thank you for, for, for checking in and, and, and calling us back every time we call. Yeah, no, doing the work again. I would encourage folks to look at our website, mbjc.org. We are trying to chronicle and document as much as we can. But again, in the last week, five days, we are not, we're just five days out since, quote, Pride Month. We've lost five of our sisters. One of them, a 17-year-old girl in Arkansas, mm-hmm. a black girl was murdered and there's no excuse for it again not while black trans women black queer folks all black folks are are talking about our lives matter all of our lives have to matter and i hope that we get this right all right well thank you david john appreciate you for checking in get get, get a website again david because it was like a it was like a static 
I appreciate it. MBJC.org, the National Black Justice Coalition. You can also find most of what I'm talking about on our digital platforms, MBJC on the move. All right. All right. Well, thank you so much for checking in. When we come back, we got the positive note. So don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Listen, before we get to the positive note, I just want to salute everybody in Charleston, South Carolina. Um, This Friday and Saturday, I will be doing COVID-19 no-cost testing event. Same one like I did in Columbia a couple of weeks ago. But we will be providing free COVID-19 testing this Friday and Saturday from 10 a.m. to 3 p.m. at the Trident Technical College Thornley Campus. Okay? Everyone will be tested uh, and, and everybody will receive a free COVID-19 supply kit, which comes with a mask and gloves and hand sanitizer and all the stuff you just need to, to, to stay safe out here, man. So um, this Friday and Saturday from 10 to 3 p.m., Trident Technical College, Thornley Campus in Charleston, South Carolina. Pull up. Tell them Charlemagne the God sent you. All right. And you got a positive note? Yes, man. My positive note is simply this, man. I just want to tell y'all what's meant to be yours is already making its way to you. What was never yours is starting to flee from you. With time, it will all make sense. For now, bear the confusion and focus on living fully in the present. Don't let your whole life be, I'll be happy when. Be happy now. Breakfast Club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done?